Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Katie, and welcome to 360 View. This is where we explore a broad range of ideas on all things affecting your body, your wellness, and your mind. Well, good day, viewers, and welcome back to another episode of 360. How are you, Katie? I'm amazing, Ben. How are you? Tremendous. Thank you for asking. So, uh, we've done this previously on another podcast, talked about uh, nutrition challenges, things like that, that we've ended up being involved in. Today, we're going to have a bit of a chat around uh, nutrition as far as how you can set yourself up for success with it and giving you a bit of a baseline and some things to think about when you're heading through the supermarket or wherever you're going wherever you're going and also as we move through into the silly season the christmas break and and everyone's sort of starting to get together and 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 a lot of it's portrayed around food and eating and and um, gatherings which is a great thing for family and everyone to get together socially uh, for what's going on sometimes uh, we can certainly end up trying to think about helping ourselves by doing some other activities instead of just involving around food everyone uh, gets the whole sitting around eating themselves to a coma and then laying around for the rest of the afternoon or, mm, or not doing multiple and days that's, in a row. that's right it's perfectly fine here there and everywhere but we're just talking about it in the grand scheme of things and doing and it repetitively most, yeah the most common mistakes that we see people make unknowingly like thinking that you're doing the best thing for you because it becomes demoralizing as soon as you think you're making the right choices for your body that are either going to make you put on muscle lose some weight look better feel better and then you find that the choices that you thought were helping you are actually harming you they're putting you in the direct opposite direction and and that's purely through knowledge and information Mm knowledge and information that's been given out by so hopefully through this we can give you a, a few things to think about uh, some different point of views as far as when you approach some of those meals and also as you start to head people start into that new year new you mm. uh, looks as well it's always starts to think about what what's going to happen and why I've ended up where I am Absolutely. So the first thing that we want to touch on today um, is how to work out your energy intake without having to track your food in an app or writing it down or calculating it or weighing it, um, which we know can be quite problematic and it generally doesn't last for very long. Um, Tracking and weighing your food is something that I do believe everyone should do at some point in their life just to get a basic awareness of what's in their food. But there's better ways that we can do it that are more... um, they work better with your everyday life. And and it's more socially probably acceptable mm. unless you've got a definite goal and you need to dial in on that stuff and you need to be real um, focused on it. Mm. It's probably a lot easier as far as people being able to do it in a social aspect as far as when you're going for dinners, uh, yeah. when you are gathering and doing that stuff. In general, when you're either out if you're grabbing something to eat you've been caught up you're obviously mm-hmm. not prepared with what you've got that you need to grab something for lunch that you can actually have a bit of a look at some uh, a few things and work out uh, what's a good amount for you yeah and you can work it out and be comfortable with that that you're going to be within the ballpark of where you need to be so what we find generally is that hand measurements are the way to go so the palm of your hand is generally your protein portion and um, we generally say about one to two palms of protein for women per meal um, provided you're having about three meals a day and for men it does go between two and four just Mm. because they will need that larger mass there Um, then from there we go with your veggies are always number one it's a cupped hand is your portion of veggies and we're looking for um, 
again, about two of those for ladies and about two to four for guys every meal. Um, so that, that's any fresh food that we want in there. For our veggies, then we go with that fist. That is our starchy carbs. So think of anything like potato, sweet potato, rice, um, quinoa, things of the like Mm -hmm. um, in that fist. And we want one to two of those. And then when we go to our fats, it is a thumb of fats. So the size of your thumb. And we go with, say, either like whether that's nuts, whether that's avocado, whether that's an oil, whether that's butter, whatever you decide to cook with there. Then that's dressings and things like that can end up adding into them very quickly as well. Absolutely. Dressings are normally under that fatty category. Absolutely. Yeah. So then we put those in that thumb portion as well so that we can keep you on track with it. And it's, it's sometimes hard to break out of with your foods is overdressing or uh, additional stuff on top of them with sort of drowning out taste Mm -hmm. it's something that until you actually take it away and things start to feel bland your taste buds are over agitated with things so they're continually looking for stuff to be tasty all the time sometimes you end up needing to get that whole food and and get right back to the raw ingredients of what you're eating Yes. To taste it. And then when you build with back lots of flavor, up. Without, without, without uh, heaps, heaps and extra dressings and add-ons yeah. and stuff like that. It's, some, it's, it's not something you need to do all the time, but it's just something that every so often you should throw in that you just relax yourself mm. a bit of, of needing them all the time because they can definitely mm. be something that people add on and add on and add on. And you can't eat it without sauce or something. Yeah, people pour it on, salts, everything like that. Mm. That's definitely something that's there. So once you've then stepped that back, something to maybe implement into your cooking as well is more spices and things um more spices and seasoning rather than dressing, dressing and stuff yeah um so that if you high can, fat very high mm, fat yeah. if you can add spices which make it taste um more interesting um but they're not they have no calories in whatsoever and it's going to keep your food more whole food more simple um and it's going to be better for your digestion than a massive amount of fatty oily dressings then you can have that in there as well it makes it taste great yeah, it does. And it's something that you obviously get acclimatized to is if you, you start to use a few of them, you'll start to find a few that you like, yes. a few that you don't like, things that you can sort of mix and change. So it's something as well that you can sort of build on and even potentially make your own, you know, a bit of, of your own mixes or rubs or stuff for um for yeah. meats, which is a great thing to do. Yeah, for uh, sure. For it. So yeah, so that's something there. I, I know personally that going through and, and tracking foods and that it, it's good to do for a while mm. to give you a ballpark figure of what you're eating and how much food you're roughly consuming and, and needing for the days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you need to start to be able, as you get more educated, move from, move from that and be able to eyeball stuff to see roughly how much you need, how much you've eaten. Am I getting a good serve of, of protein, carbs? and and those fats small fats throughout my meals throughout the whole day knows that that's a good guide that for my body size and for what i'm doing and you can then just see roughly through fluctuations in weight as well yeah sort of making changes and doing stuff like that over sort of at least that three to four weeks it's pretty simple to see if you've changed something and three weeks later you've either um, lost or gained weight and everything else has stayed pretty constant in your life then you can see that there's been that change there and that might have contributed to it Mm. and just simply being able to eyeball things you should be able to maintain your body composition as it is or you should be able to achieve your next body comp goal provided that you can stick to those hand portions there without having to be to the kilojoule or to the calorie on an app eventually 
find when you start, but then you should be able to eyeball. Well, those those apps are, unless you're dialing right into it and entering all your stuff, a lot of that's 20% as well. Oh, 20% either side. 20% either side. So it's a good guide, but they're never as determined because in most times when you're looking for stuff in there, you either won't find it to search for it for exactly what you've eaten or you're continually putting your own meals in to try and break them down. If you're a repetitive eater with that, which a lot of people, once they get into a nice good plateau do is it's a good guide you've got all your meals in there and you can just flip them through but you're thrown out of sort of left field if you suddenly see that there's a meal that's not in there or you didn't Mm. know or someone made it for you and you didn't know how many of that to do how much did that weigh what was it do that Mm. so so it's 20 percent either side for that stuff so it can throw you out you you can't be so specific because also one of the things people get caught with is thinking that um it's harder to track whole foods that you have to weigh and measure and enter into the app yourself and it would be better and more accurate for them just to scan a label because they're going to know exactly what's in the food keep in mind that your labels are also allowed 20 percent either yeah, side either, yeah. minimum mm. minimum so you can get something that is way way out on the label it's normally normally with the labels they're going to tell you it's less than what it is it is a very rare occasion that it's going to tell you it's more than what's actually in there so the best thing that you can do is stick to your whole foods your meats your fruits your veggies um whole grains and things like that and then you weigh those yourself um and then eventually being able to eyeball those things yourself so that you have an idea of what is in that food without just scanning because you're not going to get an idea of what's in food if you're just scanning no 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 it's it's that teaching and that learning as you go through as well absolutely then the next one that we see a lot of people doing and questioning Mm -hmm. is they overestimate the amount of energy they've expended through either working out mm-hmm. and so therefore they overindulge in eating afterwards because their justification is I've worked out for an hour or 45 mm-hmm. minutes or 20 minutes or it was really hard because I felt it really, you know, mm-hmm. muscle burned, sweated a lot, done everything like that. So yeah. we find that people end up overindulging in their food and they increase their food intake on days that they think they worked out to justify that that small amount of expenditure it's the adult version of your eyes are bigger than your belly yeah is you exercise and you think you need to eat uh, double the amount that you would normally eat after that to make up for the exercise that's not actually how it works um Mm. if we have exercise say you exercise for an hour an hour out of your day is four percent of your day we then break that down you're probably not hard training for that entire hour you're doing other important things that will burn energy like your warm-up and um your cool down and your transitions and everything like that but it's not major so you're probably working out for somewhere between 25 to 35 minutes of any kind of intense activity for that hour hour. so then we break that down that's about one to two percent of your day yeah we don't need to refuel your entire day to make up for one to two percent it's not how it works we can um just with your overall energy intake prioritize what you're having pre and post post, yeah start to bring those meals before and after as to maybe be a little bit higher carbohydrate stuff around when you're working out and Mm -hmm. and doing that so that you know that you are being fueled and it's okay but it but it's not at the expense but it's moving it from another meal it's just bringing that in so that it's more around there so you are feeling like you get that sanctity from eating that stuff yeah and fueling a bit more or maybe a higher carb stuff and and getting that then there and some protein and stuff there yeah but um, but yeah we we definitely find a, a big thing is people sort of negate actually how much expenditure they're having 
thinking that they're going to eat need to eat a lot more. Yes, the expenditure probably isn't that huge no. at all. Um, then, then uh, well, yes, then we we yeah. see uh, this uh, is a big one, and and you see a lot of it is either health foods or high calorie health foods or being um, marketed as high as as health foods Mm. they're high calories and they're also sugary missing they're either being altered to be juices to be put in something or everyone grabs that smoothie at the end of their workout that includes you know 1500 to 2000 Mm -hmm. calories it's it's like a meal it's a meal by itself Mm -hmm. after they've worked out and then they go and have more food after it so there's yeah foods and things that we see that are portrayed as health foods and yes there is healthy parts and portions of them and and in a balanced diet for doing that they are but they are very high in calories with either the the negating of either honeys and things on them Mm -hmm. sugar yes it's natural that's all good but it's still something in moderation and something that you have to take into account and juices where we're putting more um bananas frozen berries things like that it's something that you've got to consider when you're having them would you sit down in a glass of juice and have seven to ten oranges in one sitting because that's the amount of sugar that's in because that's what you're having in there and it's not something that you would do they've juiced it down they've taken out the fiber from it so it's been pulverized down to be a juice it's been taken the fiber which slows down your gut and slows it through your um your digestion to make sure that yeah to digest the sugar yeah that's right and and makes makes it slower so that it doesn't feel it fills you for a bit longer and slows that through and you've ended up hammering that through with a cup of berries a banana three cups of oats you know two or three cups of oats some extra honey in there because it needs to be tasting something Mm -hmm. and it's a healthy yes you've put things in there that are considered and everyone's been told and it's good whole foods with Mm -hmm. some you know bananas and and berries and all that stuff but you've eaten a meal and you have to realize massively in between stuff yeah that these things are being marketed as health foods so that they can play off of your want to be healthy but also you want to have something that tastes really nice and sweet so generally that's what it is so like muesli bars are a massive culprit they're really really high calorie for what they are um the nutrient density of them isn't actually huge but because they're not considered like a cake or a brownie or a slice or something like that then it's acceptable and they've marketed it well enough to have it for morning or afternoon tea or both Mm. and it's perfectly fine too which isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just bad if you're watching your calories and you're thinking that it's just a snack when yeah. realistically it's half a meal in a muesli bar. Exactly right. It becomes more like a meal. You need to portray it as part of a meal mm. when you have something else, which you may have your crackers or do whatever with your or cottage cheese and everything like that. But it needs to be taken into account that it's not really just a snack. No. It becomes more a meal type. So you can end up overeating in those. And majority of the stuff in there is high fat. Like it's, yes. it's, it's really high in fat. High which hammers yeah and and it's that nice tasting stuff for people to be um to be tasting yeah which is probably a good thing to lead into is what you see on the packets of food is we see a lot of things on packets like um low sugar low fat no fat um 
low salt, low sodium on mm. all of your packets. And what you have to realize is that the food that's inside of the packet, it has to be altered to have that profile. So it yeah. may have naturally had a higher sugar or a higher salt or fat content. It now has to be altered to take that out of it and then to make it still taste okay and like something you want to eat it then has to have something put in to replace it to make it taste good so you generally find if something says low fat it has more sugar in yeah, if something like there's something's been played off there. Yeah, if something says low sugar, it generally has um, more artificial sweetener or more fat in it. If something um, also has low fat, then you're also looking at more salt in it because it needs a balance there to still make it taste good. You can't take the thing out that would have made it taste okay and then still put it on the shelves because no one's going to buy it more than once no and the thing is is with some of those um labels you need to be able to read some of those preservatives and things that you can't pronounce mm-hmm. some of you can't pronounce and there's high amounts of different things in there with multiple numbers and all it's that other stuff in there into. yeah it's it's worth looking into because then that can go into the whole food intolerances you may potentially end up finding that there's something in there that you are um, allergic to or as it builds up over time the more you have it you become a resistance to it yes. because for for the way our man-made or preservative food has has happened and and the shelf increase in shelf life the increase in longevity in a lot of our foods and how long they need to last on shelves for people and appearance wise and things like that to make people buy them they've been altered by us mm-hmm. to do that our body hasn't caught up to where we're at with that. No. So the insides aren't matching what we're trying to put in. It sees something in comes in and it really doesn't know how to it's interact with that. It's a foreign object. So the, the first thing in most cases it wants to do is encapsulate it and put it as a problem so mm-hmm. it doesn't affect anything else. So it wants to lock it down and then you end up things, intolerant inflammations, happening throughout your body things are doing built up yeah it's got to stack it somewhere or pack it away so that no one else can use it because it doesn't want to use it doesn't know what it is or how to interact with that chemically in there yeah it becomes things like yeah lots of inflammation um retention stuff like that water retention things like that happening bloated you get bigger joints maybe you get puffy feet after you stand up all day um maybe your face is a little bit more or you have puffier eyes in the morning um all of these little things causing that fluid retention you have yeah sore things things don't work properly maybe they take a little bit more to warm up in the morning brain fog is huge with these Mm. so with your preservatives massive cause of brain fog so you feel like you can't think clearly yeah it's all just blocked yeah um it's something that obviously if you find that it builds up with you is potentially think about taking some of those uh, processed foods out of your diet Mm. starting back to basics so really cutting it back and giving yourself a chance to be able to build back up from there and find out what it is potentially that's happening and there's plenty of healthcare professionals out there that you can go to for um for uh allergies Uh, You can do testing, you can do it. And sometimes it is, like you say, it's something that you're perfectly fine with. And then as you built up and if it's something that's in everything, you've become allergic to it or resistant to it. Oh, and there's a free app on the App Store as well. It's called FODMAP, F-O-D-M-A-P. All it is is they look at the levels of food that generally people as a whole 
can tolerate remembering that they're doing like the average society type thing so you're gonna have it doesn't ever represent one person it's Mm -hmm. gonna be people lower in height but it's a good thing just to look at so it might give you um say bananas if they were a ripe banana this is how much you can eat without it potentially having an inflammatory impact on your body um same with like certain types of tomatoes some you can eat more than others um it goes through all of your basics foods your capsicums your eggplants it then goes into like all of your cereals your breads everything like that and you can have a look at it and if you're having some symptoms in your body that you're not happy with you might find that something's inflaming it if you've already stripped down down to basics with your processed foods and then you're like i'm still like this is still not working for me it's still affecting me i still get sick after i eat potentially if you want to work with a healthcare professional plus do this then it can be really helpful for you yeah, it gives you some sort of guidance or somewhere to go to try and do it because mm. everyone happen when they, they feel this is only happening to me, no one else has seen this before, why yeah. am I feeling this way? There's more than likely people out there that have felt the same way or had similar issues. Mm-hmm. So it's a chance for you to be able to go and, and, and use that investment of knowledge from people yeah. uh, to potentially consult and make sure that you're able to um, to get a result out of it. Mm. So, yeah. For sure. So, yes. so um, then uh, water. Massive. Big thing, dehydration, uh-huh. energy drinks, yep. high calories, yep. still in, still yep. need to get out. Your coffee, your energy drinks, and your tea still count towards your calorie intake. Yep, They're don't not need free to. Calories. No, and uh, they sell it so well on TV with sports so well. people and um, athletes doing it, and and you see it in a you see it at games with people hydrating and doing other stuff. Uh, that's good, but there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff you've seen and what these people are doing to be at that level, uh, to need or require that doing that expenditure. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, people are just getting up in the morning and having whatever energy drink they have. It's yeah, and, and not even expended anything yet or redo it like when all they yeah. needed was plain water. You shouldn't need a kickstart in the morning. No. In the morning, you have just had a complete night of rest. If you're feeling terrible in the yeah, morning... Yeah, and you're needing all those out. You feel like you need an energy drink or a coffee first thing when you wake up to try and kickstart you. That's something external that you're putting into your body in order to function. Remember that your body is designed to function as is. So if there's something that you're feeling like that, there's something that's going wrong either with your sleep with your eating with your water yeah, start intake. right down what what it's going on there there could potentially yeah. be obviously a lot of other stuff here i think i seen the other day on one of those energy drinks was like 60 grams of sugar was oh. in one of them yeah like high it was like one of the tall um drinks but yeah it's it just blows you For away your daily intake in all of your food and drinks is meant to be like a maximum of four teaspoons so i think that's 20 grams mm-hmm yeah, I think you're supposed to be looking for everything. Anything that's in a serving under five. Under five. Under five to try and keep it down. So that your body can process it. Yeah. So one thing with water there is um, what counts as water. So generally we find people think that if they have water in tea, water in coffee, if you have any water in... Um, say a cordial in it or an electrolyte electrolyte mix in it or a barocca in it or something like that it no longer counts towards your water intake yes it now has water inside of it transportation exactly yeah it can't it can't count towards your water intake intake because what actually happens is the water like the way it's made up with all of your cells it has a certain cellular makeup and like a molecular makeup there then what happens is as soon as you add something else to it you get all these other things adding on to that makeup there 
that no longer changed. fits into your cells. Yeah. It's like forming a triangle that would fit perfectly into your water cell to absorb it. Mm. And now you're adding some stuff on and it's a square. That square isn't going to fit in that triangle yeah. cell. It doesn't yeah. work anymore. Yeah, that's right. It um, It's really just used as a transportation then. Yes. The water is used as some sort of way to grip onto whatever you've got in there to be in to be taken or ingested into your body to get through there so it's um yeah yeah, it's definitely something to consider is that um potentially the the more you think you're having or you're over indulging in water with because you're taking all these extras you're Mm -hmm. actually not really helping yourself and could potentially be worsening yourself off Yes, and that's when people get like chronic dehydration and things. They're drinking water and they believe that they are, but it's not actually water because they've added everything else to it. Then they have the classic brain fog, headaches, sleepiness, drowsiness, um, and then they're not sure what's going on because I'm drinking all of this water, but it's not actually water. And generally we find we do have to dig a fair bit with people to find out what's actually being ingested and if it is pure water, if it's just plain water or not. And another one to use, obviously, when you go to the toilet, to use your um, your pee as a, a bit of a guide to work on yeah, a just range. Colours. Just colours and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you've had, if you've got multivitamins and all that other stuff, it does obviously turn different <laughs> colour. That's exactly right. But the thing is, is to have a bit of an idea as you go through the day, you need to start, like we've talked before, about with that sort of 200 to mils of 400 mils sort of water in that mm. glass to, to two glasses of water because you've been hydrating every time we pers- not perspire but expire air of a night mm-hmm. we're breathing in and out and that's moisture going out as well so it um it gives you a bit of a guide of how much you're losing it yeah all right guys so there's a few things for you today so just to recap we went over how to work out your energy intake without tracking your food in an app so remembering those hand portions then from there um, we find generally people overestimate their energy expenditure when they exercise just so be mindful of it earn. just be mindful of it Very it's just mindful. something yeah of how it's much you're actually working out for the week four percent a yeah. day for most people no need to overdo that um, and you don't need a massive intake to then compensate for that. Your body will recover okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next, your high-calorie health foods to watch out for. So like your juices, your granolas, your muesli bars, anything that's marketed as a health food, potentially be wary of because it Moderation. has still gotten processed to be in that state. Mm-hmm. Um, our food alterations to make it low sugar, no fat, low fat, low salt, and what that actually means out the other side for you, again, in a calorie basis and also a health basis and yeah, a gut and how it inter- Yeah, basis. how it interacts with your, um, with your body. Mm. You know, the gut is the second mind. Second brain. Second brain. Exactly. Yes. Um, and then what counts as water? So what counts as water for you? So there's a few things to think about to implement for you. Even try one at a time to implement and have a little go for yourself at doing that and track how it makes you feel. Even if you were to write down every day how you wake up and how your energy levels is, just those two things are a massive, um, massively beneficial marker of how you're actually feeling. And give yourself a couple weeks. of weeks with it as well. It doesn't yeah. happen straight away because obviously some things that you've, you've been ingesting or eating can build up in your body so you need to make sure that you're able to come back to a bit of a baseline so give yourself a bit of a time to to put those things Mm -hmm. in place see how you're feeling uh, take a few things in and out of your diet potentially try and help yourself with it's your sleep routine or whether it's your energy like you say throughout the day as well yeah allow yourself time 
But have a think about those few things. As always, if you have any questions you would like us to answer, send us a message on either Instagram or Facebook at 360view.co and we'll be able to answer those ones on the show. But until then, we will chat to you again soon. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you, viewers, for tuning in to another episode of 360 View. You can follow us on Instagram at 360view.co to stay up to date with everything we're doing and tag us in your podcast listening. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a like, a review, and a five-star rating. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, give it a share. And if you have any questions, shoot us a DM on Instagram and we'll answer them on the show. Thanks again, viewers, and we'll chat to you in the next one.